am Mara Webster with In Creative Company, and I'm so thrilled today to be talking about the wonderful Netflix series, The Diplomat. We are joined by creator and showrunner Deborah Kahn and actor and executive producer Kerry Russell. And Deborah, starting with you, you, I wanted to talk a little bit about the writing because you've written this show that has an immense amount of, of foreign politics and, and language which feels incredibly specific and yet also doesn't feel like if you watch it a few months from now, a couple of years from now, that it's gonna feel dated. And I was really fascinated in what the challenges were in creating such dense language on foreign policy and politics that's got such specificity, but also finding that space where you could keep a slightly broader scope as well at the same time. Well. I've always been interested in writing stuff that's based on material that might in other contexts feel unaccessible and writing it in such a way that it becomes entertainment. And so a lot of specificity in both the jargon and the nuance of the material and then also like a lot of specificity about like what it means to have to be on a camera and not worry about what is in your teeth. <laughs> and and Carrie, in talking a little bit about working with the language, I mean, you're, you're playing a character who in her profession has such an adeptness and a skill for <laughs> delivering information that's incredibly dense as well. And, and in a very fast paced manner, often to people who either don't have an intention to listen or, you know, don't necessarily have all the facts at hand. And so it also has to be delivered in a way that makes complete concrete sense mm -hmm. and with contextualization. Um, and I was really fascinated in how you really worked with the scripts and the language to find a lot of the specificness, particularly even with the pacing of, of the delivery. For yeah, th there's a lot of words. There's a lot of words. Um, uh, <laughs> I keep pitching that I, I don't speak so much. <laughs> I, I'm still pitching it. Um, I try to get sick as often as possible to have days yeah. off to not yeah. say so many words. No, uh, uh, you know, I, I was actually just watching a few of the episodes. I, I, I don't usually watch it because it's I want to barf. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I was really what's fun about Deborah's language is all of this. Um, incredibly detailed, nuanced, jargon, diplomatic speak. But my favorite stuff is when you're doing it, but like you're really mad at someone. <laughs> so you're yeah. saying all the important facts. You're like, da, 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 and this and this and this and this and this. But you're like, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. <laughs> Through this like diplomatic uh, jargon. And so that's yeah. what makes it fun. I mean, that's like the, when it gets like, you know, you're skating on thin ice. Cause that's when you have to do two things at once and it gets fun. Yeah, no, those are some really brilliant scenes. And, and Deborah as well, you know, as we watch Hannah go through, um, sorry, Kate go through all of this, um, it feels like the language becomes more and more confident in certain spaces. You know, mm -hmm. she's thrown into this situation, which is very outside of her comfort zone. And then it feels like there's kind of like deeper and richer and longer monologues as she kind of like becomes less on the defense and more on yeah. the offense as a character. And so how did that shift in terms of the internal aspects of the character change the way that you were writing a lot of those speeches and monologues and language for her? Um, that's a really great observation. And I'm gonna now pretend like it was deliberate. <laughs> And say like yes, like that's a really good insight. Oh, I didn't know that. To Thank do. you Great. for adding that to my <laughs> sense of the show. But I think that it was about the characters coming into this environment and feels like it's a place that's going to be uncomfortable and it's a milieu that she's not familiar with or good at, and then fairly quickly realizes that she's doing the same job that she did in everywhere else, which she's done 
you know, for, for 15 years in her career with a tremendous amount of confidence. And as soon as she gets past the idea that those skills aren't going to work here, then there is more confidence. And then there's also just the confidence of like, well, you can't be nervous. There's the, the sky is falling. So let's just get through it. <laughs> I mean, I, I love that exploration of what does what does it look like for a character like her to be outside of her comfort zone in that way? Because like you said, it's not that she doesn't have the experience and the confidence to back herself up when she walks into these rooms and she's very comfortable, you know, talking to world leaders in any scenario. But there is that setting of, you know, everybody's watching me in a different way that I'm not used to. I'm used to kind of like pulling backwards and being yeah. at the side a little bit more. And so how did the two of you work together to figure out what does it look like for a character that isn't lacking confidence, but is just lacking a comfortability in, a, in certain spaces? Deborah's <laughs> <laughs> like, I keep working Have you with met her Carrie? on confidence. No. We're, we're, work we're working on it. Um, but you know, it's that's in the writing. I mean, that's the fun of the character. Is um, I think the fun is that she the language is there and like her points are there. It just isn't exactly smooth and polished. Like she, it's more like the the person who meets you before the meeting. She's not like going to go and do a big press conference. She's not the polished talking head. She's like the fact person and let's get this done. And like her hair is a mess. You know that kind of person, and less of the. Um, but I, I think what's fun about the character is, despite the you know it not being polished or presentational in the perfect way that a politician may be, um, that like kind of avalanche of facts and and emotion and um, that kind of dialogue is fun and messy, and um, that that's what I like about it. I mean, I also love Deborah the way that you've written her as a character that doesn't try to adapt herself to other people in order to win them over. You know, we see people who are a little bit reticent about this is really who they're considering for the VP. Like this doesn't fit with the mold that we've always had. And instead of her becoming a different version of herself, it's that people just really kind of open up to her. Um, and so was that an important aspect in terms of the way that you wrote that dynamic and That's that journey as people kind of get on board with the idea of this is actually a potentially great candidate for us? She has a lot of good insights. <laughs> but it's all going to be downhill from here, by the way. After. It's going to be all downhill from her. This oh is like going to be goodness. the best interview this of, the, the, of best. the whole thing. This yeah. is really good. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, it's a long story, and I didn't want to see her like suddenly, like, she puts on the white dress, and oh, it feels so great. Like, there's a, there's a, a, a lifetime of success in being a certain way mm. and I didn't want to see that sort of flop over in a second and I'm very much interested in the idea of what's the difference between our image of a leader and what we actually want in somebody who's in a leadership position. We want mm -hmm. them to look a certain way and project a certain confidence and ease but then we also want them to know every fact, be strategically <laughs> genius. Those things don't always come in the same package. Yeah, and, very true. And for you, Carrie, in terms of that that relationship that she starts to have with the idea of it, you know, at, at the beginning, there's that really wonderful scene where the plane's coming down and she's just found out from her husband, you're in potential consideration. And it's, it's such a no for her, it feels like at the beginning. And then she does start to come around to the idea, but it's not, oh, now I'm totally on board. It's, it's still a constant push and pull. And so would you sometimes play around with different directions and scenes of how much you felt like she was starting to lean into the idea or pull away? 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's the fun of it um, because I think there's this whole other world um, that she wants to be involved in that has nothing to do with, you know, wearing the right dress and saying the right thing and getting making sure that gentlemen are all escorted in for tea. You know, <laughs> she wants to do more important stuff. Um, but I think for anyone, there probably is some little dangle of, like, the power and the glamour and, like, the success of what that could mean and what you could possibly do. But I think, um, no, it, it's certainly not at the beginning. I mean, she's like, oh, no, definitely not. And obviously one of, one of the roadblocks along the way is her relationship and the complexity with her husband. Um, and it's interesting to watch the earlier episodes and the scenes before it's, it's narratively revealed um, that they were essentially planning to get divorced and that that was on the cards for them. But obviously if she's gonna take on this position, then that won't be a possibility for the two of them. And so did you find that you wanted to kind of be a little bit more subtextual in terms of how you were playing that complexity and, and how you were writing it up until the point where the audience know and it's revealed and then you can be much more overt in terms of what that looks like for the audience. That's you, with writing it. She said writing. She said writing. <laughs> I was sure it was yours. I was so excited about what the answer was gonna be. I mean, you can, you I can think that <laughs> there is a, uh, my feeling about marriage um, being in one is that the difference between a marriage that's going great and a marriage that's on the rocks and about to end is very, very, very narrow. And you can change your mind like eight times a day. So I don't think that there's a contradiction in what people who have been in a long, long, complicated, full relationship look like in the middle and at the end. Mm. And so I don't, it didn't feel like a cheat to not tell the audience or to see them behave in that way mm -hmm. because being irritated with your spouse is like a sort of like the air that we all yeah. live in. <laughs> Relationships. And I like mine. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. into mine. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. One of the scenes I wanted to ask about in terms of their relationship, just because it's such a great moment, is the the tussle in the woods right before a big political meeting, because it's really just this very kind of like infantilization of these two characters as well, where they're physically scrapping. She's taking her shoes off. She's about to hit him over the head with a giant log um, completely covered in mud. And it's such a great comedic sensibility in terms of the two of them, but also, again, just tells us so much about their dynamic. And so I was interested in in the genesis of that scene and, and then going into performing it and finding the real emotion for them, but also the comedic sensibility of a moment like that. What was the genesis of it? And then I'll talk well, about it. Well, the genesis of it was, um, that the difference between like comedy and farce and physical comedy and serious intense drama, like I don't think those things should be separated. Um, and then I am fortunate to be working with actors who just go there. Like they don't go a little bit there and they don't like put a toe in and, 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 and need to be encouraged to go there. They're like, we're in, we're gonna beat each other up. You first or me? Should we do it in the mud? Absolutely, it's better with more mud. I mean, they go. <laughs> that was crazy. I did see that last night, it really made me laugh. <laughs> She's never seen it before. No, it was pretty funny. Um, yeah, how fun. It was so fun to, um, because anyone who's ever been in a legit 
old fight. Like, you know, relationship fights are always so old. They're like years old. And, you know, this is the reckoning of that. It's like, no, 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 I, I get all that. I know, yeah, yeah, you're a jerk, blah, 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 all these different things. You did all of these things wrong. But let me just like get clear one little old point about this. And then you do want to really physically hurt somebody. It's true. And we actually got to do it. It just—it was a breaking point. People have pushed her too far and she broke. And, um, and Rufus and I just looked at each other. We're like, let's just do it. And I was like, okay. And we just physically went crazy. We just like fought and he's a big guy. Yeah. He just let me beat the shit out of him. It was kind of awesome. And then again, they did it again. And again. Yeah. And again, it was really fun. Yeah. It was super fun and stupid and silly and hilarious. Like, so fun. And stunt doubles. That. Stunt doubles sitting on the side, bored. Bored. <laughs> they never got to go in. Yeah. They, they, they didn't get to do it a single really thing. Super fun. And, and in speaking about the physicality of the character as well, it's not even just the the way that that you're playing her. It's, it feels like there's so much intentional physicality in the writing as well. Even just the fact that, you know, there's so many moments where for her, it's this, I need to physically escape my body. Like I need to walk. I need to take my shoes off in this moment. I need to be moving around the room into a different space. Mm-hmm. Um, and so kind of starting with you, Deborah, how were you starting to envision the, the physicality and that very kind of like rapid movement that goes in line with, with the dialogue delivery as well for her? Um, I think I feel that a lot in my own skin, so I can kind of relate to it. And then it was one of the things that as I started working with Carrie, she's so great with that, that we we just got to push it a lot farther. And, uh, you know, there was stuff that I was like, I don't know, it's kind of a lot. Like, there's a bunch of armpit stuff going on. <laughs> and she's so able to play it in a way that it just makes your heart open for her that it 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 made that door open for me in terms of something we could really push into and and what was that like for you Carrie in terms of of looking at language and and descriptors in the in the scripts but then thinking okay if she's sitting here in a scene shelling peanuts what does that look like for her as a character because if that's even just like the mannerisms and the body language as well coming into it at that point I mean that's so literally the only thing I'm trained in is dance like that's the you know I mean I know Mickey Mouse Club was really awesome but um that's so that's kind of that's how I relate to things anyway but um I think there's just so much you can it's in the writing you know like that she's so uncomfortable and like put upon and like even the clothes I get to wear I don't have to wear like big beautiful flowing you know, dresses and my boots are scuffed up compared to everyone else. Like the suits I wear are different. Um, and it just all helps, you know, it's just part of it. I, I, it's a really fun character to play. And speaking of the costumes, I wanted to ask you a little bit about those, Deborah, because there, there's such a difference in terms of moments where she's dressing herself or moments where an outfit has been dictated on her. You know, mm-hmm. even the, the great gray pantsuit debacle of like why <laughs> she always wears black because something's always spilled. And so how did you want to use costumes to really tell a story around this character as well in a different way? It was an interesting challenge because it's a world that has a uniform. So yeah. everybody there is wearing a suit, and for the most part, they're wearing dark suits, and there's not a lot of color. And we're telling a story where there's like there's the American flavor and the British flavor, and then how does everybody's personality kind of come out in that? And uh, particularly for Kate, the idea that she has spent a lifetime traveling to places where 
you don't have a lot of resources to put it all together. So you got to throw a suit on that comes out of your tiny rolly suitcase <laughs> that you can't check because you'll never see it again and pull something together. And so that sense of she's always basically yeah, together. Like she doesn't together. look horrible. We don't we don't want enough. <laughs> crappy, but there's a there's just a little bit of a it hasn't been to the dry cleaner in a long time and mm -hmm. There was a little something on it, and she just wiped it off with yeah. a washcloth. It, it, a, a little bit of like not having the resource, which frankly most women don't no. have no. the time to really make it Steam all. Steam your silk blouse, or Never. yeah, yeah, probably smells pretty bad. You know, and you, you were touching upon there. Obviously, a huge part at play is also the the American dynamic along with British dynamic. Um, and one of the ways in which it's really fascinating to watch that play out is is the kind of undercurrent of romance that starts to exist with Denison because it's so much about the subtext for both of them in different ways because she's very kind of uncomfortable expressing certain things out loud. The fact that silence is her way of agreeing with someone. And then for him, <laughs> oh, he's the most British of British people and just kind of really struggling to to express his emotions in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And so how did you both find the the way to play that in terms of the subtext really being what the dialogue is? Oh, how did we play that? Oh, it's in the writing. I mean, it's just, it's so fun to do like this, to do writing that's so good. It, um, there is a cultural difference. I mean, I feel that when I go, you know, you, you think this person just told me in five sentences what I could have said in two words, you know what I mean? There's always like, it's so nice to see you. How are you? It's lovely to see you. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, thank you. Like we're good. This is I'm, I got it. This is good. You know, um, and and especially I'm sure in this at this level of government, you know, there's such procedure and pleasantries, and I think um, that's an easy thing for American and probably British audiences to understand. She keeps saying it's it's in the writing. It's not. It's you. She's. So the dancer thing, it means like there's a tremendous amount of grace and elegance in everything that she does, which I had seen a lot in all of her work. But then there's also like a facility with physical comedy and understanding how to project not just grace, but intense vulnerability and lack of control in a very controlled way that like... You know, when you see it on take three, you're like, oh, my God, she didn't trip. She actually did that on purpose. Like, she knows what she's doing there. So it it just makes it really easy for her to bring in that kind of discomfort and vulnerability. So, it, yes, it looks like it's in the writing, but oh, it's it's not in the writing. It's a combo. It's in the it's a combo. performer. Combo. Well, both, both of the writing and, and the performance that you've, you've both created in the show are really, really phenomenal. So thank you so much for sharing all of this. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank Great you so much. You're, you. you're so smart and you're so insightful. Like this, this is I know. Really I have to, this like, is going to be the best interview. I'm just going to let you know. Take notes on the things that you said. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you so much.